Hello, and welcome to Rehearse the Truth, a podcast where we equip and empower believers in the arts to prophetically and creatively broadcast God's light into the darkness and reclaim the arts for the kingdom. Hello, Called Out Ones. Welcome back to Series 2. We are so glad you guys are back. Series 2 is called Talk About It, and here is why. We believe that there are some things that go unspoken in the arts industry that we as believers need to start having honest conversations about. Talk about it. (laughs) In case you were wondering who the catchphrase came from, it's a regular part of Amy's uh, daily life. So here we are and we are in Amy's living room. So welcome. Welcome to a lovely place. Lovely. Yes. Just our, our fullness of, of literally just sitting down and having a conversation with a group of friends and that some coffee. Yes. A little snack. We got our mugs here, our talk about it mugs. And we, we're just, we really want to facilitate Uh, an environment for us to have honest conversations and for you guys to get with your friends and have honest conversations about things that are hard to talk about. So we are going to jump in, but first we're going to start off with a little game. Oh boy. It's our talk about it game. So now Craig and Amy have no idea who I'm going to call on and what I'm going to ask them. Holy Spirit told me it's fine. I feel whatever. Holy Spirit (laughs) hasn't told me yet. How are you telling you? Um, So... What we're going to do is pick out just a little bit of an uncomfortable question and then uh, pick one of you to talk about it. So, <laughs> which one? All right. <laughs> Amy! <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. What is your go-to song to dance to oh, by yourself? Please. Brand new by Ben Rector. Yes! We love Ben Rector. Am I shocked? No, no, you shouldn't. I probably, I don't even do it by my, I don't do it by myself. I just do it when anyone's present all the time. Let's just, just let's be real though. Anytime the name Ben Rector is mentioned, there's like a a skip of a heartbeat and a flutter in the belly and like the the hoorah of dancing that happens in this place. Absolutely. That is, that is the song that Jason and I danced out of our wedding to. So, and it was a beautiful moment. It's a bop. So at Ben Rector, Check us out. Literally hit me up. Um, so <laughs> uh, we've, yeah. All right. Good stuff. So we want to, before we dive in to this series, come back to one of our founding verses, which is Romans 12, one through two. And you already know, we're going to read it in the TPT version. What? <laughs> Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness, experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. Ouch. But be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. All right. That's the end of the episode. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. But that's just, it's so powerful. And we want to, we really want to center on uh, what it means to be inwardly transformed and have a total reformation of how to live as a holy and pleasing sacrifice unto God. Amen. Yeah, it's really good. 
So good. The I, the part that hit me, the stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. It's so funny because I feel like I've struggled with this in the past and even sometimes still today, but especially in our culture right now, everybody is telling you and trying to tell you what, how you're supposed to act, yeah. what you're supposed to think, what you're supposed to believe, what you're supposed to everything. Mm-hmm. And that if you don't follow those things, then you're canceled or yeah. shunned or silenced or, you know, whatever it is, or made fun of, or in some way just made to feel less than. And so it's just, it's plain as day right there in the, in the word of God, yeah. stop imitating the ideals and opinions in the culture around you. But there's hope and Amen. grace and truth. Cause yeah. he says, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy spirit through a total reformation of how you think. Holy spirit. eh? Holy spirit. I just want to tag him. that in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so we'll I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Because it's going to be something where, you know, like, like she said, let's talk about it. There's going to be things, questions that have been asked of us and we'll get into those. And then there's just going to be questions that naturally come up. And especially when it comes to you hear well, this is what things are supposed to be, or this is what you're supposed to think, or this is what you're supposed to believe. And naturally there should be questions that come with that. And so what's nice though, is that the Bible has given us a a way to, um, to get those questions out. So you're saying that it's okay to question, like to actually ask questions and actually like want to know a deeper understanding of the word. For sure. Great. Okay. I just wanted, I felt like somebody needed permission Yeah. because I feel like so many times that like, even I feel like, especially in the church, we just shut down this mentality of being open and honest. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. even just being like, I feel like we always expect for people to have it all together. If you're a Christian, then you know, X, Y, and Z and all of this different stuff. So even if the point like you bring up in normal conversation where there's a level of what we've gotten to have to like go with one another, but there's like an uncomfortability because we have been in other vicinities with other friend groups or something like that. And we bring up some, maybe a different perspective or a different opinion. And then all of a sudden it's this like shutdown. So then you don't even want to be vulnerable. You don't even want to be open and even be willing to be like, is my question validated in this moment? Is it not validated? And so I feel like that's so refreshing to hear that I'm allowed to ask. So absolutely. There's that. There's that. <laughs> I mean, I too was for the longest time nervous about, I guess just the way I grew up, nervous about asking questions, especially biblical questions. Yes. You know, even sometimes people would, you know, I'd go to church and when I was younger and there would be things in the Bible that I wouldn't understand. And I would be like, well, that's what I was told, or this is what it was and afraid yeah. to ask questions mm-hmm. um, to God. Because t- I think there was a fear in me when I was younger of if I asked questions of God, because it was like, I had the mentality of when I ask questions of my parents, sometimes it's almost like, well, are you talking back to me when you have questions? Yeah. If it was something that I didn't understand, you know? Yeah. And so I think that there was a level of that too, that I was afraid to ask God questions, but he literally says in his, in his Bible and his word to ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes me think of, um, just actually from this, not to like take it on back, but let's take it on back. There was an episode, um, with our actual like music producer. He said that when he went to go and search for questions in, in regards to like, he went searching for truth. He went to the Bible actually in, 
in anticipation to like prove it wrong. He mm-hmm. went with critic like he went with a critique already in mind, but he actually was like, if we would just actually approach it from a stance of not wanting to nitpick the Bible or to critique or manipulate it to be what we want it to be. But if you just went with a transparent and open heart, Mm -hmm. then doesn't that change everything? And so I think that that's imperative for us in this season um, and in this series for us to really be able to, there's a lot going on in our culture and in our society. Mm -hmm. And just, um, I think that so many people are so afraid to just have discussions, but if we would go not in anticipation to prove the Bible wrong, but more so with an open heart and an open hand and a willingness for Holy Spirit um, to really teach us, then it changes everything. So asking the teacher, the the one who's our advocator, the Holy Spirit, to as we begin to dive into the word of God and say, can you teach me what this means? Can you teach me what this scripture means? Mm-hmm. Versus just going in with like, our flesh and our desires don't match. Um, more than often, they are matching a sinful desire, a sinful path. But we need to we need to go in in a difference, and we need to go with the with with knowing that we're children of the light and we're children of revelation of light, and actually that perspective to walk in and be like, I can confidently stand here and say, Holy Spirit, teach me, versus me going in kind of swinging and being like, Yeah, right, you proved me wrong, God, like please what it's like such a different attitude i yeah. think and a posture in which we say that all the time we always say we check ourselves and we say our what's our posture in this moment is it is it a posture of open-handed and open-hearted and being willing for it to really match the mentality of heat increase and i decrease or is it not that right. um so go ahead yeah so like we've like we've been talking about the bible literally tells us to ask and so something around here that we have do a lot is is we call it the ask method and so but we pull it from matthew 7 um verse 7 says ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks the door will be opened and so there's nothing about those verses that are iffy question marks or maybes (laughs) like you know, sometimes you go to a person's house and you knock on the door and it's silence and they don't answer either. They're hiding behind it. Like sometimes we do with solicitors. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're not here. Um, but that's not how God is. You yeah. know, it says, ask and you will receive, mm-hmm. seek and you will find. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Mm-hmm. And so something that we try to do around here, again, we call it the ask method. We have different, you know, Bible studies that we have that we are formulating around it. And just in our lives in general, we've tried to take up the the idea that if there's a question that we have in life or a question about we have that we have about scripture, whatever it may be, we ask the question and then we don't just sit with it and just ask it and then go, okay, that's my part. No, God says you have to seek once you ask. And yeah. so um, the thing is we ask our big questions to God, big or small, whatever it is, Amen. no question, you know, in school or anywhere you're at, some people are like, there's no silly or dumb question but they they don't necessarily mean it all the time. And you're like, you ask the question and they give you a look and you're like, I thought there was no silly question. <laughs> yeah. That's not how God is. There's really no question too big or too small, too scary or offensive or whatever for God. He mm-hmm. wants us to come to him. He would rather us ask our questions to him, even if they seem heretical, even if they seem 
uncertain, even if they mm. seem scary, he would rather us go to him to yeah. ask the questions rather yeah. than to go to the world or to the culture or anywhere else to ask them. Yeah. Yeah. He's the safest place. His word is the safest place that we could go with our questions. Yep. Yeah. So why would we go anywhere else? Mm-hmm. It's good. So we ask our questions and then we seek. We seek first the kingdom of God and what he has to say about the very things that we are praying for. Where do we do that? In the word. Mm-hmm. We go to the word and we seek his truth and what he has to say about it. Because again, like I was saying, if we go anywhere else, it's going to be yeah. diluted. With- it's not from the creator. Exactly. Well it's said. It's as simple as that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the the Bible is literally his his words, his words. And so if we're going to ask questions, we're going to go to his word and we're going to find what he has to say about it, what his character shows mm-hmm. about these things. And then two, we, you partner with the Holy Spirit in those times that you're seeking. Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm asking these questions I'm, I'm seeking to try to find the answer that you have for this and what you want to say about this. Reveal it to me mm-hmm. through your word, through knowledge, through you know something. The Holy Spirit will imprint that and put that on you um, because the last thing that he wants to do is withhold something from you, especially if in your questions. He knows that it will draw you closer to him. Mm-hmm. And that leads into knock. So once we seek and what we seek, we're like, God, I see these things in your word and I hear what you're trying to say, Holy Spirit. And now... I'm ready for for more wisdom, more understanding, more guidance, more whatever. You're knocking and and you're opening that door. And when you knock, it's like an invitation. And it's not something that you're opening the door and he's going to be like, okay, I'm going to open the door and I'm going to wait right here while you go beyond and while you walk further along in life. He's opening the door. So that way he's opening the door, you're walking through it and he's then walking alongside with you. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's that invitation. When we ask our questions and we seek him wholeheartedly, in an effort to to get to know his heart about whatever our question is, then he'll walk with us in the answer, in the truth, even if that's hard for us to hear. Sometimes when we ask our questions, we think, oh, God's going to give me an answer and it's going to make me feel good. Sometimes it's going to, but sometimes our questions, we're going to go to him and we're going to ask and we're going to seek and we're going to get some inf- information and get some answers. And he's going to walk with us because he also knows uh, you probably don't want to hear the answer to this, but this is the answer, yeah, but I'm good. not going to be away from you as you sit with this. I'm going to sit with you in this Mm -hmm. and walk with you um, in your knocking, in your seeking, because sometimes the answers are going to sting a little bit or still they may lead us to more questions, you know? And so I keep thinking in this moment, I can't think of anyone else, but Warren, um, which (laughs) is, yeah. (laughs) Um, But I just, there's a level of um, childlike innocence Mm -hmm. within Warren that he, I mean, this child will ask you questions um, and I love him for it, but he, I think the best part of like when a kid asks a question, like they expect an answer, like, mm, and they will be resilient. Like they just are like, they're relentless to get their question answered. Yeah. And so like, I think that in this moment, like, mm. and in this series, like be an expectation mm-hmm. and anticipation with like a resi- like a resilient little kid, yeah. um, childlike faith to be like father, please like answer. And I think that if we would just humble ourselves enough to be able to come into agreement with what he says, it changes everything. Okay. That's so good. And so convicting to me, like the idea of like actually expecting an answer because mm. kind of the where this whole series came from is like I said at the beginning we believe there are things going unspoken in in our community which is the arts community yeah. and you guys is as the listeners community which is the arts community and 
and operating in this field, I, I can absolutely sometimes see something that makes me uncomfortable or not know what, what to say yes and no to, and all these different things. And I will like pray about it like once or twice. And Mm -hmm. then like, move on, not, not sit and wait for the Lord to speak a truth to me because I'm like, well, like I probably won't really deal with that again for like six months. No, like that's, that's, that's not that childlike faith of saying like, God, I believe that you created the arts industry. Like I believe you created me to be creative. And therefore I believe you have an answer to my question that I need to knock and wait and seek, you know, until you answer it. And so we got, we, we ask you guys as the called out ones through Mm -hmm. our social media, what your questions were within the arts industry. And we got a lot of varied questions because, because any like, and this is true of any field. I think of like someone in business, a Christian is going to operate in business in the business world differently than a non-believer is going to. And so you have to, you have to, you have to figure out, uh, how to operate in within your calling, uh, with a, with God's view of it. And so we got you guys' questions and we have been using the ask method and are going to continue to like work through that and teach you guys to use the ask method. Um, but we believe that these questions that we've received, there's deeper roots to all of them. And we're going to through the ask method and through the next several episodes, really dive into, uh, sitting with the Lord and asking him these questions and also sitting within community and talking about it together. Well, and let's let, let us be uh, quite frank and quite honest. When we started receiving what we started receiving, it was like, it brought a lot of stuff up, um, within our little small group. Absolutely. It was just like, we That's almost, a good question. <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, I'll deal with that later. Um, exactly. But also, too, I think there was a level of like there there was a level of um, I had to I had to be able to be willing to have the of have it Jesus break through um, the, the, the level and the gravity of the root. And and Mm -hmm. I cannot, I cannot, um, like emphasize this enough. If you don't believe that he cannot give you an answer and he can't give you a breakthrough to come in. And I just, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Yeah, Like, because, um, Honestly, I will, I, I, we are, we are not about to say that we have it all together. I think sometimes <laughs> we, we, it was really a choice to sit. Yeah. It's a choice yeah. to sit every single one of these episodes to come because we know the root of it and we're dealing with it in our own lives. Absolutely. So like, can you just like have that today? Can you just know that like, again, we wanted you to feel like you get to come into our house. You get to come into our circle. Like you're with us just as much as we pray that we're with you guys and that you're starting to really create this bond and this communication with us that we have this ebb and flow going back and forth. And these friendships are being strengthened. Mm -hmm. So then we, the called out ones can then go and and represent and reclaim artistry for the kingdom. And so, um, so comes, come with anticipation, Come mm-hmm. with the fact of being able to um, to want to to want to learn to grow and to also believe that, like what you said, that 
at the end of the day, the father is the designer and the creator of this art, whatever art you're looking at. He is the sole source of it. And so stop buying into the culture and what they've said and the history of how it happened and all this other, (laughs) um, but actually like, don't talk about it. Yeah. Don't talk about it just yet. Um, but I just, um, also I, I really felt like Proverbs 29, 18 was where he was, um, really like challenging me when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild, but whoever obeys the law is joyful. Um, Mm -hmm. today, I believe that that paired with James four, eight draw near to me and I will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners and purify your hearts. You double minded. Um, again, that comes with a level of Yes, there is a call out right Mm -hmm. there. Like I had to be looked in the mirror by the father and say, Amy, you're a sinner in need of a savior. And I need you to cleanse your hands and purify your heart because you've teamed up with so much of the culture and the ideals and you've imitated what the culture has brought and the society is teaching you. And you've thought that that's the final answer. Mm. And actually I'm the final answer. Why? Because I'm the beginning and the (laughs) end, the alpha and the omega. Like what is it that are we going to draw a line in the sand and truly start to be people who are transformed and we're representing the body of Christ to be pure and holy. Go back to our verse of Romans 12, where we say we want to make ourselves a living sacrifice. That's holy and pleasing. This series is to make you holy and pleasing in the eyes of the father. And so like, but it's your genuine expression of worship. So every single time you turn on this podcast, you have an opportunity to worship. Like you have an opportunity to sit here and to worship your savior as you're learning about his word. And so be encouraged because just as much as we feel like we've been pruned and we are being, we are being, yep. um, All the things in this little, like in this little bit, you're not alone, but also too, he tells us to go back to that Proverbs. I don't want to run wild because why? Because there's, there's a gift for me to live a life of joy. Like who we go back to even that my question, like I listen to brand new and it's freaking, it, it puts me in such a headspace of joy because I have to just, it's unabandoned, like just free, f- pure freedom to be able to just stand there and stand in the presence of the father and go, I'm going to dance like nobody's watching, but I know that father you're watching me. And so like, come, come in this series and be, um, be willing to be refined. Um, but know that you're not doing it alone. And we're here with you guys. And- also being refined (laughs) yeah and i i think that's i love that verse um because it's such a uh like it it flips the world's idea of like rules on its head yes and like we perceive i feel like naturally which you see this in the garden of eden we perceive like boundaries and rules and and like law as like a binding confining thing that confines our freedom. When in reality, that verse is a perfect example of the fact that when we submit, when we come into agreement with the, the, like the Bible being the guidebook to the best life that you can possibly live because the creator of the life you're living literally gave you all of the like best tips. When you, when you operate under that, it's not going to confine your freedom. It's going to like, exponentially increase your joy and your freedom because you like you you know the one who created 
what you're working within. It's just uh, so good. And so we, it's actually ties perfectly into the next thing that we're going to share is we've, we've created a confession um, for called out ones that is really like the, this, the posture of confession is confessing our need for God, aligning our heart with his, and then working from a place of that alignment. Um, basically like what I was just saying, like knowing, knowing the structure and the law that God has created and then operating within that. And, um, I don't know about you guys, but I got to do that like over and over and over and over again. And so on the reg, yes. Um, and so we've written this confession for called out ones and, um, it's been really neat to see how this has impacted my life so far. Um, cause we wrote this several weeks back and I was, I was in a show and I would speak this confession before stepping on stage and performing. And it was like absolutely transforming <laughs> for, for setting my heart in alignment with his before I had my genuine expression yes. of worship, which was performing. So yeah. I'm going to read it and mean it when I say it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I am a called out one called out of darkness to experience God's marvelous light before my feet hit the platform. My knees hit the ground. I come into agreement with God's word, knowing my life is not my own. I am made in his image to bear his image. Now I stand here today with breath in my lungs as an instrument of praise for you, the audience of one. So that is the posture that we want to begin this whole series yeah. from. I have a question for you. Oh, this no, no, no. master over there. Um, hearing this confession, reading this confession, hearing what you said about, you know, being in your show, like how for you at, going into these shows, and I'm sure you've had a level of prayer for this, but like going into the, your shows that you were in with this confession mm-hmm. before you kind of hit the platform, mm-hmm. did you see or notice a difference in not your performance, but you as, as a person going onto this stage that was different than other shows. Absolutely. Even though you probably prayed and kind of like, there's just a mindset that this probably put you. Yes. There's a, there's an intentionality behind the way that this confession is a confession. Like it's one thing to, and I think it's so powerful to like pray, um, before, uh, entering into whatever your art is. So like if, so yes, I would pray before shows, yeah. but this was the first time I had ever like spoken out a confession to say, basically to say before I even stepped on stage, I cannot do this without you. And I come into agreement with the fact that this art is not mine. Come on. It's yours. Come on. And then that I'm going to bear your image in this and come I am on. an instrument <laughs> of praise. Yeah, I know. No, it's so it. So to answer your question, yes, it was very neat to see how um, speaking this out before entering into the art changed my heart when mm. when it was operating within yeah. cool. what he's called me to do. So, yeah, it's well, good. <laughs> our words have power. Yeah, there's life or death in our tongue. Mm-hmm. And so I think the aspect of a confession. It's one thing like when we're praying, we can pray internally, we can pray externally, we can pray in the spirit. There's all these ways to pray, but there's something about uh, a confessional prayer that almost has to be spoken audibly. Yes. Not super loud, but like if you're like backstage, like for your show, you can say it like under your breath, but even still in the act of saying it, there's a level of power that just transforms your heart, your mind, and also 
affects the atmosphere. It's, it's about posture. Like we were talking Mm -hmm. about earlier. And like, I don't know why I started doing this, but I started like raising my right hand when I like spoke this, which might sound a little weird. It, you don't have to, Well, but that's what it is. Like, like, like true faith is not just saying like, yeah, I agree with that. It's saying I come, I come into agreement with that. And I pledge my allegiance to the fact that I am an instrument of praise. And so there was a different, like there's a different heart posture yeah. <laughs> when you do that. Like for me, I was like, I am literally pledging my, my self as an instrument of praise to you. It's just, it, it hits yeah, different, you it know? Does. Well, and speaking to that, you're like, I mean, some people may think it's silly. If you are pray about it. Oh, <laughs> um, the, I don't think it's silly because there's an aspect of, you know, our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. Yes. And so there's yep. a level of in your confession where, your spirit is willing, but even in the act of you're, you're already confessing something, but in the act of like basically saying flesh, you better put your right hand yep. up and you better pledge allegiance. Yes. There's like, you're, it's almost like you're, you're causing your flesh to come into agreement with your spirit and therefore the yeah, heart of God. That's good. And so there's just different things like that, that in the, in the moment, yeah, they may seem silly. People might've looked at you from across stage and been like, what is what she, she doing? doing? I She's pledge allegiance to the flag. No, I'm just but like, yeah, but it goes back to the you have a choice mm-hmm. and you have a voice, right? And so now make your choice. And who who are you going to project? Are you going to project your words? Are you going to project your opinions, your life? Or are you going to project the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Right. It's as simple as that, yeah. right? And there's you know we we've gone so long living our lives, um, unboldly, yet thinking oh. that we're living it boldly. Come Meaning, on, we live so much of our and I'm speaking to myself here, but like. There's times where we live so much of our life as a as a believer, focusing internally on our our conversation with God and focusing internally on so much of our faith is expressed internally mm. that people don't see the external side of it. So in your even doing the the you know, the raising of your right hand, different things like that, people could see it and be like, Is she pledging allegiance? That's weird, what's that's odd. But it's causing some, you're being bold in your faith, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And it could cause other people to see, you're not trying for other people to see you, but people are able to see your boldness in that. Mm-hmm. And it gets them asking questions probably to you. And in that moment, then you have a choice yep. to use your voice Come to on. tell them the truth of Come what you're on. doing, yeah. no matter what they may think of it. And then you get your friends together and you talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> Sorry. That I was, was, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> We should have done the jingle. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's all good. So that was good. Thanks, Cassie. Absolutely. No, that's really Sharing good. That. Go ahead. You better preach. All right. Well, so essentially what we're saying is tune in. Don't check out these next couple of weeks. Check in. Um, continue to check in because the father's on the other side of that door. Mm. Are you willing? Um, are you willing to seek first the kingdom and knock? Um, so, yeah, we love you guys. And we are excited to talk about it talk about it yeah and ask your questions i just feel like to like first go to god um ask him your questions as we're going through these next several episodes mm-hmm. um if there's questions that come up in you engage with us please absolutely yeah us. it's not too go late to first, yeah send then, them yeah dm us send us send us your questions of like hey i've been wrestling with god about this i've been questioning and asking god about these things but mm-hmm. i would like to 
ask you as well, you know, mm-hmm. and see your thoughts on it. Please do. We want this to be a dialogue again. Absolutely. Our <clears throat> Amy's living room is our y'all's living room. And so <laughs> casa es su casa. Yes. There it is. Her casa is yeah. Amy's casa. casa is, yeah. I'm All right. I didn't pay so, attention in Spanish. Um, just know that we're here for you guys. And as we're walking through these things too, over these next several weeks, you're going to see a side of us probably that you haven't seen before, but we hope and pray that it's something of vulnerability mm-hmm. as we too try to walk out and engage in um, God's word and know that like, again, as we move forward, we don't have all the answers. And so we're talking about it. We're asking, we're seeking and we're knocking and saying, God, walk with us, walk with us as we walk this out. Amen. So, yep. all right. So now we are going to go into um, the time of blessing. And so as we go into this, um, just posture your hearts and, uh, let this be a time of of receiving and um, just communing with God. May the Lord bless you as you take your place as a warrior in the battle of reclaiming the arts for the kingdom. May you walk boldly as the masterpiece you were created to be, defined only by your Father's voice. May God's divine creativity flow through you as a reflection of your maker. May pride, comparison, fear, pressure, insecurity, and all other footholds of evil in our industry be silenced by God's truth. May you encounter the heart of the Father, the love of the Savior, and the power of the Spirit in your life every day this week. You are seen, you are known, and you are loved. We love you guys. We'll see you next time.